It's Tuesday. It's morning. And it's macabre. Welcome to Tuesday Morning Macabre, the Monday Morning Macabre spinoff show where we talk. We do the same exact thing we do on Monday Morning Macabre, but on the second day of the week. Because of inclement weather. (laughs) Yes, I lost power from Friday until Monday, and that meant... Uh, hashtag no upload skis. And so, I had I had too much power, like in the movies, and all my light bulbs exploded. Yeah, everything, everything. What it was like, a, and then it was like a zoomed out shot of his building, and like all yeah. the lightning bolts were striking it, and it had that noise, like. Vroom. Yeah, yeah, it had that. Do that noise again. <laughs> yeah, exactly like that. Uh so that's that. That's what was happening over here. So we apologize for the delay. If you are following our social media, you probably saw it. If you aren't, you're probably like, these guys suck. They can't put out a thing every week. I'm going to freak the fuck out. God, I hate them. And we're using a voice with the gabagool. Hey. Hey. Um, it's the only not offensive voice left. Uh, <laughs> so thank you for being understanding. Our, our be- are the beautiful listeners of Monday Morning Macabre. <laughs> Uh, that voice isn't either (laughs) just kind of become jesse ventura so (laughs) so that's yeah that's we're here it's tuesday so we apologize just fucking deal it sorry not sorry so yeah why don't you guys (laughs) over it hashtag deal uh i do want to shout out everybody who sent us their spotify wrapped that was pretty cool that was wicked cool that was wicked dope and like seeing us above some of like the most popular not only like true crime podcasts but just like podcasts in general i was like that's nuts yeah that was boss that was wicked boss so thank you guys for all that it really meant a lot and we appreciate you if you didn't have us in your top five on spotify wrapped why don't you shut this off and throw your iphone into the river Moving right along. <laughs> Segway. <laughs> uh, today. What are we talking about? I'm going to be scaring scones silly. silly. Ooh. Ooh. Ha. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> if we get kicked out of Sling and Diggers and have to start another podcast, we can call it Scaring Scones Silly. Scaring Scones Silly with scones and darcy <laughs> i wish my name was not darcy now uh i ruined the alliteration you know i was gonna say this is money more recovery talk about creepy stuff you already know that uh so today i'm going to be telling scones about one of one of the most well-known serial killers scones and that is dennis raider aka btk whoa dennis rodman dennis rodman was born in Wichita, Kansas. Uh, no, he could rebound like crazy. <laughs> do you know? Do you know BTK? I know BTK. I, I I've heard the name BTK. I don't know anything about uh, Dennis Schroeder, who I think is currently point guard for the. <laughs> I think the Lakers actually, but that's not here or there. So this, I mean, you could we could probably do a whole deep dive on this guy. BTK stands for something horrible, right? It's like he the three yeah, things he did to them. it till you can't. <laughs> You'd go bop it, twist it, <laughs> kill him. Yeah, it's, and then the- <laughs> that was BTK. Okay, I'm gonna be straight up. If you tie me up and we're playing bop it until it said kill them, <laughs> it would be so scary. He <laughs> just bops him on the head and then twists their arm a little bit and then it gets to kill him and he just fucking kills Jesus him. Jesus Christ! Oh, jeez. <laughs> Uh, no, nah, it stands for bind, torture, kill. <laughs> uh, 
not quite as fun, but <laughs> but so twice as but, scary. <laughs> and it's honestly, it's a, it's it's kind of we'll get. I'll I'll just is dive it a into misnomer? It not a miss. No, it's very accurate. It's very nomer. It's very nomer. <laughs> it's spot nomer on, and he was actually the one who coined it. So, Ugh. so here's the deal. Also, I should say I'm getting this is an article I found on a site that is prolific and known for its horrific serial killer articles. Uh, Goodhousekeeping.com. Yeah. <laughs> the Sears catalog. <laughs> I, I'll be honest. There's a lot of better sources, but I couldn't pass up Good Housekeeping's article on BTK. <laughs> Wait, is this real? This is 100% real. Good no way. Fucking link it right now. <laughs> has an article called, Who is the BTK Killer? <laughs> I don't believe like, you link it. I'm telling you, here's the, here it is. Right there. Good housekeeping. Oh my God. The bit's real. This is when the bit becomes this real. Is, this is so good housekeeping. Uh, shout out to you guys for randomly doing an article on Dennis Rader. Dude, Heather mm-hmm. Finn, who, who works for good housekeeping, <laughs> decided to just do an article about the BTK Killer. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, okay, so let's begin. Ooh, and the best 25 Christmas decorations you can buy now. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It does not add up. How to keep my Christmas tree fresh and the BTK killer. <laughs> How to bind, torture, and kill it on Christmas. <laughs> um, 10 stockings to die for. So anyone who has... Okay, I'm starting the article now, by the way. Okay. <laughs> I'm also going to throw in some other sources because there's some more interesting tidbits. But I can't wait till you get to like fucking <laughs> HGTV.com. Yeah. I, don't worry. I've bundled the source with HGTV. TLC's got a great article on them. It's all the... <laughs> Country living. <laughs> yeah. Home and Gardens has a great <laughs> bit about how how deep is deep enough for your grave. The gain... The <laughs> Joanna Gaines really just... <laughs> Does so much good work oh, about man. the Zodiac Killer. The true crime. <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's getting into the article. Anyone who has watched Mindhunter on Netflix knows that the show's first season was sprinkled with a series of perplexing vignettes that seemingly had nothing to do with the plot of the show. In them, we see a man who works for ADT Security Services in Kansas. He seems a little bit off, but why? We can't be totally sure. In the newly released Mindhunter Season 2, so you can tell this is an article like a couple years old. Yeah. Uh, in the newly released Mindhunter Season 2, these vignettes continue. This time, they're much more bone-chilling, and it becomes obvious that the man we're seeing in these short scenes is the infamous BTK killer. So, I did notice in Season 1 on Mindhunter... By the way, watch Mindhunter. It's really good, and it sucks that it got canceled. Yeah, why? Did they ever explain why? I heard there was just a ton of mystery behind it. I have no idea. Like, why? It, like, no one explained at Netflix was like, this is why we canceled it. Yeah, I'm not sure. I do not have a good reason. It wasn't me. As Shaggy once said. <laughs> um, but I remember watching the first season and seeing the ADT sign. And I'm like, oh shit, it's Dennis Rader. And then it shows the guy and you're like, yup. So let's, let's, let's jump into it. So <clears throat> born in 1945, Dennis spent his childhood in Wichita, Kansas area. And after a brief stint in the U.S. Air Force, he eventually married a woman named... You know what? This is skipping too much. I'm sorry. Good housekeeping. <laughs> I'm cutting you off right here. Ooh, cut him off. Yeah, I cut, I cut him off. I, um, we're going into some more detail. 
Dennis Lynn Rader was born on March 9, 1945, to Dorothea May Rader and William Elvin Rader, one of four sons. Elvin Rader is an insane name. <laughs> Elvin Rader? Yeah, it sounds like, like an orc trading card. <laughs> it's like Elvin Rader, and it's just like an a yeah, orc with an with a elf. It's like three head, green mana to play. Yeah, exactly. You get it. You guys get it. His brothers are Paul Bill and Jeff Rader, born in Pittsburgh, Kansas. He grew up in Wichita. His parents both worked long hours and paid little attention to their children at home. Rader later described feeling ignored by his mother in particular and resenting her for it. From a young age, Rader harbored sadistic sexual fantasies about torturing trapped and helpless women. So, that's... Bad. I mean, not great. Uh, he also exhibited zoo sadism by torturing, killing, and hanging small animals. This is something we have discussed plenty on this show because it's a common uh, the McDonald's killer. Yep, the the grimaces out there being mean the to grimace. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know what we're talking about. Um, you, you're definitely this isn't your first episode. <laughs> yeah, Raider acted out sexual fetishes for voyeurism, autoerotic asphyxiation, and cross cross dressing. He often spied on female neighbors while dressed in women's clothing, including women's underwear that he had stolen, and uh, he would pleasure himself with ropes or other bindings around his arms and neck. Not not a normal dude <laughs> at all. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. not cool. <laughs> not, not, not the coolest guy. <laughs> Hey, just hey, just know that Good Housekeeping made an article about this individual. <laughs> I mean, you got to keep that in the back of your mind the entire time we talk about this guy. So, Raider attended Kansas Wesleyan University after high school, but received mediocre grades and dropped out after one year. He served in the Air Force from 1966 to 1970, and upon discharge, he moved to Park City, where he worked in the meat department of a Leakers IGA supermarket, where his mother was a bookkeeper. Raider married Paula Dietz on May 22nd, 1971, and the two had and they had two children, Carrie and Brian. He also attended blah 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 blah. blah. He attends school. Not as <laughs> a lot of there's a lot of just general school background about him, etc. 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 School stinks. So on January 15th, 1974, four well, members of the that's very specific. I don't like it. Yeah, we're getting into the uh, the dark the dark stuff. So uh, the old uh, this is the old classic uh, thing we tell you before dark stuff happens. If you don't like horrific stuff, stop listening. Yeah, don't, I don't know why you don't, picked up this podcast. Don't listen to us and do not subscribe <laughs> to Good Housekeeping. <laughs> On January fifteenth, nineteen seventy four, four members of the Otero family were murdered in Wichita, Kansas. The victims were Joseph Otero, age 38, Julia Otero, age 33, Joseph Otero Jr., age 9, and Josephine Otero, age 11. Their bodies were discovered by the family's eldest child, who was in 10th grade. Basically, him and his brother came home from school and found the bodies. Wait. Which is Hold on. Dork. Yeah. So, Charlie Otero and two siblings. How, I'm just trying to... How many kids are in this family? Three alive. How many dead? Four kids total, I believe. No, you're right. There are. There's three... Three brother, I don't know if they're brothers, but three siblings found the rest of the family. Jesus Christ. Anyway, after his 2005 arrest, Raider confessed to killing the Otero family. Uh, so, spoiler alert, he gets arrested. In which 2005? In, in, in the in the most hilarious way. Wait, which that's 30 I know fucking is, years. Yeah, we'll get to it, but it's it's just such an insane way to get caught. I can't. It, we'll, we'll talk about it. Okay. 
So between the spring of 1974 and winter of 1977, Rader killed three more women, Catherine Bright, Shirley Van Relford, and Nancy Fox. In early 1978, he sent another letter to televisions. So, um, I should say, similar to the Zodiac, he liked to send letters into the police and the authorities and like be like, hey, m- look at me, baby. I'm a real, real crazy dude. <laughs> Look at me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he'd like write them like being like, hey, yeah. I'm the killer. Call he me. Was, uh, he would like tell them what to call him in the press. He'd like he to like, send in like uh, images. Taunt yeah, them taunt and stuff. The, right. One of them included a poem enclosed titled, Oh, Dear Death to Nancy, a parody of the lyrics of the American fo- folk song, Oh, Death. So he's just a really fucked up version of the Riddler. Yeah, basically. He claimed to be driven to kill by Factor X. Uh, so ironically the same substance that created the powerpuff girls <laughs> <laughs> he just didn't have he didn't have any of the sugar spice and right ice. exactly he had he did not have any anything nice. just chemical X. yeah so he he characterized it as a supernatural element that also motivated jack the ripper son of sam and the hillside strangler in addition to the three women he killed, he also intended to kill others, such as Anna William, who in 1979 escaped death by returning home much later than expected. Raider explained during his confession that he became obsessed with Williams and was, quote, absolutely livid when she evaded him. He spent hours waiting at her home, but became impatient and left when she did not return home from visiting friends, which is like, oh, I can't imagine like finding that out later of being like, Oh, I'm glad I stayed for that like extra drink or whatever because there's a maniac sitting in my driveway waiting to kill me. Yeah, big yikes. That's big ugh. yikes. So his final victim was Dolores E. Davis. She was found February 1st, 1991 at West 117th Street in Park City. So so a total of 10 victims over the course of like from 1974 to 1991 so there was a long period where he didn't murder people there was like a cooling off period they referred to it as and during his cooling do do we know that that was a cooling off period or did he just like not was he better about hiding the bodies i mean he confessed to all of his murders unless he didn't for some reason confess to some of them but i don't know why you know what i mean like why only confess to a specific amount well just because like i know like they pinned because don't Ted Bundy, like, they could have linked, like, hundreds of them, but they could... Yeah. He only confessed to certain ones. That's true. I mean, I mean, yeah, he could... But he also wrote in being like, oh, I didn't kill XYZ when the news, like, the media thought they found a dead body and they thought it was BTK. And he's like, no, that wasn't me. Uh, shaggy style. And then they <laughs> were like, okay. It's too shaggy. Weird that you... So that's why I'm, like, assuming it's right. But, uh, you know, how do we know? During his cooling off period, Raider took pictures of himself wearing women's clothes and a female mask while bound. And he later admitted that he was pretending to be his victims as part of his fantasy. Uh, so he was not a normal dude. And he was Definitely a real bad kind of weird. BTK stands for bind, torture, kill. That was what he wrote to the police because that was his method of killing the victims. He would bind them and then torture them and kill them. It's very self-explanatory. So, by 2004, the investigation of the BTK killer was considered a cold case. Then, Raider initiated a series of 11 communications to the local media. This blunder led directly to his arrest in February of 2005. He blundered? He blundered. Big blunder. Like, just the the dumbest way ever. <laughs> we'll we'll talk about it. I'll get, I'm getting there. 
In March 2004, the Wichita Eagle received a letter from someone using the return address Bill Thomas Kilman, which is like such a stupid, like what an asshole. <laughs> you were fine until you used Kilman. <laughs> so uh, the author of the letter claimed that he had murdered Vicki Weggerly on September 16th, 1986. And oh, includes f- I thought he was trying to be slick. And he's like, no, Kilman, no, no. they'll never know. No, it's that's not what gets him caught. It's just like a douchey name. <laughs> Uh, he enclosed photographs of the crime scene and a photocopy of her driver's license, which he had stolen at the time of the crime. Before this, it had not been definitively established that Weggerly was killed by BTK. DNA co- collected from under Weggerly's fingernails provided police with previously unknown evidence. They then began te- DNA testing hundreds of men in an effort to find the serial killer. Altogether, over 1,300 DNA samples were taken and later destroyed by court order. In May 2004, television station KAKE in Wichita received a letter with chapter headings for the, quote, BTK story, fake IDs, and a word puzzle. On June 9th, a package was found taped to a stop sign at the corner of 1st and Kansas in Wichita. It had graphic descriptions of the Otero murders and a a sketch labeled, quote, the sexual thrill is my bill. Uh. Also, I don't, that's fucked up, uh. Also enclosed was a chapter list for a proposed book titled The BTK Story, which mimicked a story written by, in 1999 by Court TV crime writer David Lore. Chapter 1 was titled, quote, A Serial Killer is Born. In July, a package dropped into the return slot at the public library contained more bizarre material, including the claim that he was responsible for the death of 19-year-old Jake Allen in Argonia, Kansas earlier that month. This claim was false, and the death was ruled a suicide. In January 2005, Raider attempted to leave a cereal box in the bed of a pickup truck at Home Depot in Wichita, but the box was discarded by the truck's owner. It was later retrieved from the trash after Raider asked what had become of it in a later message. Surveillance tape of the parking lot from that date revealed a distant figure driving a black Jeep Cherokee leaving the box in the pickup. In February 2005, more postcards were sent to KAKE, and another cereal box left at a rural location was found to contain another bound doll, apparently meant to symbolize the murder of 11-year-old Josephine Otero. In his letters... Okay, this is where he blunders, and (laughs) just, like, so insane. Does he, like, accidentally put his address or, like, sign it with his real name? (laughs) It's, like, dumber. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) In his letters to police, Raider asked if his writings, if put on a floppy disk, could be traced or not. The police answered his question in a newspaper ad saying it would be safe to use the disk. On February 16th, 2005, Raider sent a purple 1.44 megabyte Memorex floppy disk to the Fox TV affiliate KSAS-TV in Wichita. Also enclosed were a letter, a gold-colored necklace with a large medallion, and a photocopy of the cover of of Rules of Prey, a 1989 novel about a serial killer. Police found metadata embedded in a deleted Microsoft <laughs> Word document. <laughs> what a uh, dumbass. That, that was... Oh, my God. Okay, so police found metadata embedded in a deleted Microsoft Word document that was, unknown to Raider, still stored on the floppy disk. The metadata contained the words, quote, Christ Lutheran Church, and the document was marked as last modified by, quote, Dennis. (laughs) An internet search determined that a Dennis Raider was president of the church council. 
When investigators drove by Raider's house, a black Jeep Cherokee, the type of vehicle seen at the Home Depot surveillance footage, was parked outside. This was a strong circumstantial evidence against Raider, but they needed more direct evidence to detain him. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Police obtained a warrant to test a pap smear taken from Raider's daughter at the Kansas State University Medical Clinic, and DNA tests showed a familial match between the pap smear and the sample from Wegerly's fingernails. This indicated that the killer was closely related to Raider's daughter and combined with the other evidence was enough for police to arrest Raider. So the dude is like, like, hey, police, (laughs) tell me the truth. (laughs) If I send you guys a You guys are good guys, right? (laughs) (laughs) You you guys can't find out who I am. They're like, no. It's like, the yeah, if you're a cop, you're going to tell me. (laughs) Yeah, right. It's like, it's illegal. You can't. (laughs) And so he does. And uh, they're... That's it. That's that's how they catch him, <laughs> which is just crazy. That's to me. Wicked goofy. It almost makes me think like he was like, "Fuck this, I'm done." But like, or maybe he or was yeah, having like some he guilt wanted to or get like, caught. Yeah, because it's there almost times when like serial killers like sort of yeah. There's a lot of serial killers who, who eventually like, like turn themselves in. Obviously insane. Yeah, it's it's something that happens, but I mean, he technically never states that. But at the same time, it's like, are you you? How can you be such a successful, so successful at homicide and so dumb? You know, like, just, how does that work? It's a total boomer move, not getting tech. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, you guys. He's like, like ooh, I want a free cruise. <laughs> <laughs> so Raider was arrested while driving near his home in Park City shortly after noon on February 25th, 2005. An officer asked, Mr. Raider, do you know why you're going downtown? Raider replied, oh, I have suspicions why. <laughs> why are you playing coy, you <laughs> yeah, what a cheeky asshole. <laughs> yeah, I know. Wichita police, the Kansas Bureau of Investigation, the FBI, and ATF agents searched Raider's home and vehicle and seized evidence including computer equipment, a pair of black pantyhose retrieved from a shed, and a cylindrical container. The church he attended, his city office, his office at City Hall, and the main branch of the Park City Library were also searched. At a press conference the next morning, Wichita Police Chief Norman Williams announced the bottom line, BTK is arrested. So, they catch him. We got, got him. him. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Ladies and gentlemen. On we February 28th, 2005, Raider was charged with 10 counts of first-degree murder. Soon after his arrest, the Associated Press cited an anonymous source alleging Raider had confessed to other murders in addition to those with which he had been connected. The Sedgwick County District Attorney denied this, but refused to say whether Raider made any confessions or if investigators were looking into Raider's possible involvement in more unsolved killings. On March 5th, news source claimed to have verified by multiple sources that Raider had confessed to the 10 murders he was charged with, but no other ones. Uh, his bail was sent was set at $10 million, and on May 3rd, the judge entered not guilty pleas on Raider's behalf as Raider did not speak at his arraignment. However, on June 27th, the scheduled trial date, Raider changed his plea to guilty. He described the murders in details and made no apologies. So, I wonder why he changed. This is kind of fucked up. Uh, At Raider's sentencing, victims' families made statements, after which Raider apologized in a rambling 30-minute monologue that the prosecutor likened to an Academy Awards acceptance speech. No, my gusto. Yeah, not not a cool dude. I hate that. Yeah. So his statement has been described as an example of an often observed phenomenon among psychopaths, which is their inability to understand the emotional content of language. 
He was sentenced to 10 consecutive life sentences with a minimum of 175 years. Kansas had no death penalty at the time of the murders. And on August 19th, he was moved to El Dorado Correctional Facility. So he is still in jail. Wait, he's alive? Yeah, he's alive. What the he's, fuck? He's Yeah, it's pretty fucking nuts. <laughs> I mean. He could listen to this. Well, he's in solitary confinement for the rest of his life. I sure hope but, so. Oh, that's fucked. I really hope he doesn't know there's a Mindhunter episode about him because he'd probably get off to that. Yeah. Uh, he is now in solitary confinement for his protection with one hour of exercise per day and showers three times per week. And this will likely continue indefinitely. Oh, I take it back, Scones. Beginning in 2006, he was allowed access to television and radio to read magazines and other privileges for good behavior, which is like, fuck you. Yeah. Why are you... There's that... Like... That's fucked that he could even be considered for good behavior. Yeah. You, there should be some kind of way to be like, hey, not only do you are you in solitary forever, but like you don't get any kind of perks. Like why... It's fucked up. I don't know. So... Regarding the unsolved or looking into like unsolved cases that you're referring to earlier, uh, following his arrests, police in Wichita and Park City uh, looked into unsolved cases with the cooperation of the state police and the FBI. They particularly focused on cases after 1994 because they wanted to catch him with a case after 1994 because that's when the death penalty was reinstated in Kansas. So if they could find something that happened after the fact, they could put him to death, basically. Yeah. So... Police in surrounding states such as Nebraska, Missouri, Colorado, Oklahoma, and Texas also investigated cold cases that fit Raiders' pattern to some extent. The FBI and local jurisdictions at Raiders' former duty stations checked into unsolved cases during Raiders' time in the service. After exhaustive investigations, none of these agencies discovered any further murders attributed to Raider, confirming early suspicions that Raider would have taken credit for any additional murders had he had committed them. The 10 known murders are now believed to be the only murders for which Raider is actually responsible, although Wichita police are fairly certain that Raider stalked and researched a number of other potential victims. This includes one person who was saved when Raider's, Raider called off his planned attack upon his arrival near the target's home due to the presence of construction and road, cru- road crews nearby. Raider stated in his police interview that there are, quote, plenty of lucky people, meaning that he had thought about and developed various levels of murderous plans for other victims. Imagine if you're ever one of those people and you find out. Yeah, that must be so... I mean, that must really... Shake. I, I, like, <laughs> I, yeah, I was going to say, shake it to your core. Your outlook on life must like change instantly. Like, I would be... Uh, I, I don't know. It's like a f- real... Ugh, I'd hate that. <laughs> don't like that thought. Nope. There's, a, a, there's a, some stuff about a Massachusetts psych, Robert Mendoza, who was hired to do like a psych evaluation on him. Guess what, Scones? It turns out he's narcissistic, antisocial, and obsessive-compulsive. Wow. Uh, <laughs> wow, a real catch. Well, I, I don't know why they do a... I mean, the psyche valve must be pretty fucking easy. But like, yeah, he's kind of a, a nutty, nutty guy. Yeah, real, uh, real eccentric real, in there. <laughs> Stephen King said his novel A Good Marriage and film based on it were inspired by BTK... Some other, I mean, Mindhunter, as we spoke about, has influenced BTK, or has BTK... I was going to say, isn't it just by, him? No. <laughs> Vice versa, was influenced by BTK, uh, stuff like that. But one of the most well-known serial killers, not only for his modus operandi, but the insane way that he was caught 
I mean, luckily he was, and... Yeah, thank God he's a dumbass. <laughs> yeah, thank God he's a real idiot, because he would have gotten away with 10 murders, which is crazy. Well, no, probably more. <laughs> True. Yeah, I mean, he going. Yeah, exist. Yeah, not existential. <laughs> exponential. So that's that's Dennis Rader, a.k.a. BTK. So if you watch Mindhunter and you're like, what's what are these random little intro skits? That's uh, They're just little vignettes of Dennis Rader doing... Dennis Rader stuff. I should also okay. I'm leaving a. I, I'm realizing as I'm thinking back, there's probably like some points I shouldn't mention. Uh, he worked for ADT Home Security, so he knew how to get oh, into yeah. people's houses. I didn't even think like about he that. He knew how to disable like security systems and like the best way to enter and exit without being known or noticed. Uh, so and he specifically took the job so that he could learn those skills, which is kind of terrifying to think about. There are plenty of articles information podcasts that do a much deeper dive than i've done but good housekeeping is good housekeeping baby <laughs> where would we be without it <laughs> so maybe maybe that's why mindhunter got canceled because no one watches mindhunter anymore they just read <laughs> good housekeeping yeah everyone's flipped over to good housekeeping they're like i didn't get any tips on how to make my souffle not crumble <laughs> So, so sorry really good acting and dialogue i don't know how to make my front porch pop this christmas <laughs> uh so that's btk and that's our that's our tuesday morning macabre yeah, i yeah, thought yeah. I, I thought i should give the people one that they they might be like know about you know in 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 get excited when they see it pop up on their on their little playlists the bop it twisted killer <laughs> yep the bop it twisted killer <laughs> and for anything else macabre check out uh check out our website at mondaymorningmacabre.com check out our socials twitter mm macabre pod instagram monday morning macabre buy merch Buy merch. We have a design in the works that is, if it comes out the way I think it, in my head it is, it's really cool. <laughs> Crazy. But we'll see what happens. Um, and uh, we have a Patreon. If you want yes. extra content, uh, every couple of weeks we put out extra new content tent. that can be either uh, extra episodes, us talking about different movies, uh, some videos of us doing stuff, some like insider scones and Darcy uh, lore, uh, lore, yeah. extend expanded universe. <laughs> yeah, the macabre, the macabre expanded universe. You can find that either on our uh, if you check our Instagram, we have we have a link tree in there in our bio, or check out our website. It's there's a link on there, uh, and it helps us out a lot with actually making the podcast and like affording web hosting and all that good stuff and spreading the good word and keep spreading that good word uh and have a good tuesday have a good tuesday it does it hits different i don't like it it, it does hit different <laughs> i don't like it. have a good monday late yeah have a good late monday have a good late monday boy boy <laughs>